entrepreneur, international speaker, preacher, author, and business coach. Patrice is the co-founder and chief servant officer of both Nehemiah Project International Ministries and PG and Associates LLC, which he founded with his wife and best friend, Gina Saget. Patrice specializes in helping families incorporate their faith into their business practices, ensuring that their businesses are able to exist beyond the third generation. And now, introducing Patrice Saget. Welcome to the Nehemiah Entrepreneurship Community Podcast. I'm your host, Patrice Saget. We have a great show today. Today, we're going to talk about how to trust God for the supernatural. Um, I know that that I don't know where you are in your in your belief in your conviction, uh, whether you you believe that the supernatural still applies today or not, or whether you've experienced God's supernatural powers in your business and in the marketplace. But I'm here to tell you that, you know, I love the song. It's a song I learned in Africa, which goes like this: uh, uh, He healed the sick. He raised the dead. He has power to save. He will never change. God has done a miracle. A miracle. He will do it again. 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 Hallelujah. He healed the sick. He raised the dead. He has power to save. He will never change. God has done a miracle, a miracle, he will do it again. And so I love that song because it's a reminder to all of us that what God did, he will do it again, not just in my life, but also in my business. And so I hope you believe that. I believe you believe that. And so with that in mind, let's talk about it. So I'm continuing this series uh, of uh, talking about from my book, Nothing But a Jar of Oil, uh, talking about how the, the, the bankrupt widow was able to transform her life and her business, her life really through business. Now, Second Kings chapter four, verse six says this. Now it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said, this is the widow. She said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there's no other vessel. The Bible says the oil ceased. So notice something that the oil that, uh, remember, she had nothing but a jar of oil. So the little jar of oil that she had, um, as she was asked to go borrow vessels, remember we talked in the past in other, uh, in other uh, uh, the, the podcast series, about the fact that the prophet Elijah asked this widow to go borrow uh, from everywhere, borrow plenty of vessels. So in a sense, in, her, in him instructing her to do that, the, the borrowing she did was a measurement of her faith. In other words, the question is this, how many jars does she believe God can fill? And that's how many she borrowed. Now, she wasn't conscious of that, right? But that's what happens. So sometimes when God gives us an instruction, that instruction is a test of our faith, of our conviction. Do you believe? And so based upon how we exercise, walk out that instruction, determines our, the, the measure of our blessing. Let me say that again. 
based upon how we walk out those instructions, determine the measure of our blessing. And so in this case, she borrowed oil in proportion to the level uh, of blessings. Again, this, um, this, this talk I'm doing today to you is part of a devotional series that we do. Uh, if you don't get our devotionals, I want you to go to nehemiahecommunity.com, nehemiahecommunity.com, that you can subscribe to our weekly uh, e, uh, e community newsletters as well as our uh, devotional. You'll get it once a month. If you become a member, you'll get it on a daily, I mean, on a weekly basis. So many people believe that just because they're Christians and have a need, that God will automatically intervene supernaturally. Now, as much as I believe in miracles, but I don't believe that's the correct assumption. Just a need does not equal supernatural intervention. Because see, there are many Christians that go with that every day. Once you obey God's principles and maximize your ability based upon your faith, that is when God's supernatural comes in to extend you beyond your ability, right? And of course, there are times when even in disobedience, God supernaturally comes in as an act of mercy. However, we, sh we shouldn't plan on this because the scripture says that he'll have mercy on those who he will have mercy upon. So, so in other words, um, the supernatural grace of God comes into our lives or our business uh, as we exercise, as we hit our limits, right? When we hit our wall, the supernatural comes in and moves the wall into moving to this dimension that is called supernatural. And, and, and also, it, it should be, it's also connected to, to a, a well-lived life. In other words, it's about faithfulness and submitting to the will of God. However, and I've experienced this, there are those moments where you may not be in obedience to God's will, right? There are those moments where you're just struggling. You're in a rut, spiritual rut. Those moments where you're even ashamed, you, you don't. You know, you're not, you, you know, you're not doing things that's pleasing to God, right? But yet, even in those moments, oh, glory to God forevermore. You got to get this one. Even in those moments, God's supernatural is able to move and facilitate his grace upon our lives, even while we are undeserving. You see? Because if that wasn't the case, then we would not get saved. Salvation is supernatural, right? It's not like you do something for it. God supernaturally comes into your life at a particular moment in time based on his own sovereign will and brings you to Jesus. That was the case for me. I was an unbeliever. I didn't know Christ. I was minding my own business. Didn't even know I needed him. But God moved into my life supernaturally without even my own, me being conscious of it. All I had to say was, I do. Of course, I had to cooperate in order for me to receive the full blessing, God's supernatural power. Now, so in the story of the widow in, in 2 Kings chapter four, she's asked to go borrow vessels. And, and, and as she goes by, what she doesn't realize is that, we, that she's, she's being asked to take a step of faith. Because the question in her mind probably was, well, Wait a minute, you want me to go borrow and I'm already in debt enough? But, but that was her way out of debt. Didn't make sense in the mind, but in the spirit, it makes sense. 
if, if we look at it spiritually. So she only had one jar of oil, but, but God is able. I want you to say God is able. God is able. God is able to take whatever little you have. You see, what obedience does, it gives God permission to take your little bit and make it much. It gives God permission to take your can to make it a can. It gives God permission to move in your life in that area where you have limitations and remove the limitation and make them possible, whatever those are. If there's a place in your life right now that you're believing God for, that you know you cannot, that you know you shouldn't, that you know it will not work in the natural, I want you to put that thing right in your mind's eye. I want you to lay hands upon it, think about it, believe for it, and I guarantee, and, and then ask the question, God, what should I do to obey? Where, where should I obey? How should I obey? And I guarantee you, as you not walk in obedience to God in whatever he's asked you to do or whatever he's shown you, God will begin to move it and make it possible. Do not limit your outcome based upon your capabilities, but rather trust God for supernatural outcome based upon his abilities. You see, for the widow, the oil increased in production. It, it increased in accordance to her faith, right? Now, what does it mean, supernatural? It means above the natural or a force or phenomenon that is not subject to natural laws. See, when you're looking at your circumstances, your situation, your finance, your bank account, what the situation is, you are focused in the natural, right? But, but what the super does, it goes beyond the natural. Is the supernatural violates natural laws. The supernatural violates the speed limit. It, it violates the doctor's orders. The supernatural violates political constraint, violates the legal means. And, and I like this, and it's beyond verifiable measures. In other words, the supernatural, you can't verify it. You don't understand how it happened. You can't wrap your head around it. All you know, <laughs> I like the way the blind man said it. You know, I, I believe it was the man who was crippled. He said, I was crippled. And this man came in <laughs> and he just told me to get up and walk. I'd be in a walk. I was blind. Now I see. He, he doesn't understand what happened. All he knows is something beyond his understanding happened. And we call that the supernatural. Unfortunately, many believers want miracles for everything, even that which they can do for themselves. So they never maximize the natural. Sometimes people ask the retreats, why is it that even though the, 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 the Christians that we have, we can partner with God, why is it that somehow the unbelievers are able to still do so well? Can I give you my, according to Patrice Sage, And this may sound like like I'm passing judgment. Who said this? Because because as Christians, we know subconsciously that, that God shows up, He shows mercy and grace to us. We get lazy. Yeah, we get lazy. We don't do our part. We are like entitled children that do not do their part, waiting for daddy and mommy to bail them out. 
there's very little that my daughter can ask me that I will not do for them. But I'm not going to do anything for them that entitles them or hurts their ability to succeed in life without, you know, uh, without me always being there for them. In other words, I want my daughters to compete. I want them to, 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 to do their best. I want them to make the effort. I want them to exercise the fullness of their potential. If everything they achieve in life is because daddy did it for them, they will never learn to do for themselves. And I want them to turn to daddy, not because they're hungry, because they love daddy. Not because they need me, because they love me. In other words, it's like if, if daddy does everything, and, and you do nothing, then you only turn to daddy when you need. And daddy, your relationship with daddy is transactional. But if you learn to depend on yourself, but you turn to daddy, not because you need him to make it, not because you're hungry, not because you like money, you turn to daddy because you love him. Daddy, I need nothing from you. I love you. You know, yesterday, my, my youngest gave me a hug. She just said, Daddy, I love you. She was asking me for nothing. All she was affirming how she feels about me. That went straight to my heart. I, at that very moment, I wanted to write her a check, whatever she needed. That's the relation that God wants to have with you. So when you don't do your part, you don't expect your full potential. When you don't, at first, it makes, it makes your relationship with God transactional. Second, you don't appreciate what God does for you. And that's the problem right now, ladies and gentlemen, is that we don't appreciate what God is doing because we don't know how hard it is. And we don't love God just because he's God, because we always need something to go to him. Learn to go to God, not because you need something, just because he's God. And you get all your needs met. To do that, you've got to do your part. So, so we've got to do our part. You see, miracles are not essential to achieve natural success. Natural success comes by with applying natural laws in the way that God intended them to be applied. Many unbelievers are very successful in the natural without taking advantage of the supernatural. The natural, supernatural is essential when you are limited in the natural, right? Like the woman, oh, she was limited. She had limited, limited uh, oil. And God was able to multiply the oil Supernaturally. Moses, while taking the children of Israel out of Egypt, was being chased by Pharaoh, found himself in front of the Red Sea. Right? He needed supernatural help. Because the Red Sea was before him, Pharaoh and his mother was at his back. God's supernatural part of the Red Sea enabling him to walk on dry ground. While Pharaoh's army drowned, God fought the battle for him. Jesus won the field of 5,000. Only have five loaves and two fishes. God supernatural multiply the loaves and the fish. So that not only was he able to feed everyone, but he had leftovers. What are you believing God for? What are you believing God for? What, 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 where are you feeling? Are you facing constraints and limitation? Right? Turn over to God and watch him do a miracle. As long as you've done your part. I love this. So 
let's talk about some keys to tap into the supernatural. If you're facing uh, some limitation in your business, you're facing, you're believing God for 2021, that will just, you know, you had a tough 2020, you're facing limitation in your family, your marriage, whatever it is. In your facing situa- situation, you're saying, Patrice, I, I need a miracle. I-, I need to tap into the supernatural power. I need the anointing that Elijah gave the widow so that it can unlock my situation well. So the first thing is maximize the natural, right? Do all you know to do, right? Because God doesn't like slow for people. So do the best you can and trust God for what you can do. Um, um, my youngest brother, Victor, our producer of this program, he's planning to get married. Uh, Victor, congratulations. He's planning to get married um, um, coming up in April. And what I'm, I'm so proud of him because He's doing everything he knows to do in the natural, right? He's saving money. I'm taking him and his wife to fiance through premarital coaching, right? He, he's communicating with the family. He, he's doing everything. He's got a budget. He's doing everything in the natural. In other words, he's maximizing his circumstances, leveraging all the resources around him. Watch. As he does that, according to his faith, God is going to do more than he can think, hope, or even imagine. I believe that. Why? Because he is doing his part, right? Second, live a holy life. Understand this, God don't bless no mess. Live a holy life. You cannot expect God to give you supernatural system when your life does not glorify him. Now, he will show you mercy. Like he showed me mercy, he showed some of it. He will show you mercy, but mercy is not sustainable. Grace is, right? Live a holy life. No, whatever, if right now your life it's not pleasing to God. If you know in your heart that you've done things that are not that, that are not in line with God's will, if you then just repent. Just just repent. Say, God, I'm sorry, and turn your life around. That, that's what it means. Just repent. Just say, God, I'm sorry. Turn your life around. He'll forgive you. All right, repent. Repentance means not just that you're sorry, but that you're gonna you won't do it again. All right. Now you may mess up here and there, but but your heart is, I, I'm gonna do everything I can to get out of the situation. Repent. Because, see, the minute you know you're sinning and you do nothing about it and you're actually enjoying it, you are violating the possibility for God to bail you out. Because God God's not going to bless mess. And number three, so first, maximize the natural, second, live the whole life. Third, obey God's instruction on giving. Where is God asking you to sow of your time, talents, and treasure? You see, if you are not generous, a generous giver, do not tithe, why would you want God to show you mercy and spend his favor to you? Right? Be generous. Don't hoard. Give. Leave open-handed. Give of your time down to treasure. Because, because part of faith is, is, is trusting God even in a little bit. In other words, if you're going to believe God to supernaturally bless you, then you want to become blessed in other people's lives as well. Right? Hoarders don't get blessed, but givers do. Number four, pray and fast. In other words, if, if nothing happens, you're obeying God's instruction, living the whole life, and then, you know, going to pray and fasting. Um, during COVID 19, there was a, uh, during when COVID first began, um, we, we laid out our own survival plan as a ministry, as a business, and, and so we were walking it out, and, and we were, about a week or two 
for going into survival plan uh, two, meaning a, a, a survival, um, a survival plan has phase one, phase two, phase three, and then we out of business, right? We're about to go to phase two. And I remember, and I was believing God to, 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 to come in and help us while we in phase one, because we were, we were, we had um, made one adjustment, believing God would have to make other adjustments. And I remember that weekend, I remember that Friday, I was heavy. I didn't know if we were gonna make it. I needed supernatural interaction. It was weighing on me. You know, have you been in that situation where, where, where you believe, but your, but, but, but your faith is waning? Right. I mean, in other words, you, you you believe, but 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 you can tell your faith is waning, right? You, you you're never gonna talk because you're gonna sound negative, right? You 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 everything in you is trying to believe, and you that you just feel on this wave, the pressure, and 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 you don't know if you're gonna make it. You don't know if you're gonna make it unless God intervenes supernatural. And I went to that weekend and and just believing God and said, Lord, I I need help. Here's what God did in his mercy. He said, Patrice, go into fasting. So I told my wife, I said, that's sad. I said, I'm gonna go into a season of fasting and praying until God shows up. Because it was for me, because I needed to get into a seat, a place where I can just fully trust the Lord. And, and fasting doesn't, I went into that, into that season. And I entered a fast and prayer began Saturday. By Sunday night, I kid you not, God spoke to me. He had not yet intervened, but he intervened in my mind and he gave me an idea and, and he gave me a direction. By Monday morning, it was a little problem was over. My faith came back. I was, I was believing God. And then by Wednesday or Thursday of that week, the supernatural came. God delivered. Now, yours may not be like mine, but I'm telling you this works. I'm not just sharing with you something that I read or heard, something that I led myself. Number five, once you pray and fast, then you got to act in faith. You see, as I entered the prayer and fast, I began to act in faith. Ultimately, faith is the currency that is essential to activate miracles. No matter what you do, it, is ultimately, it ultimately boils down to this. What do you believe to be possible with God? What do you believe to be possible with God? Because Jesus said, according to your faith, it will be done unto you. So again, trust God for the supernatural. Whatever your situation, your family, your business, whatever it is, to do it, maximize the natural, do all you can. Live a holy life. Make sure your life is right with God. Repent if you must. Obey God's instruction. What it is asked you to do, do it. Pray and fast, right? Give, give consecrate your life and pray and fasting, trusting God to respond. And then whatever he asks you to do, do it in faith. Do it believing and you will experience the supernatural power of God. I've experienced it many, many times over. And let me tell you something, it does help you advance your mission and the business. Well, God bless you, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you've enjoyed it, I want you to share it. You may know somebody right now who's needing a word from the Lord to, to help them supernaturally, encouragement, some guiding principles, to allow them to tap into that supernatural power of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to share this podcast with them to encourage them. Also, I want, if you want to know more about the Nehemiah Project, how we can 
come alongside you and help you in building your business or help me take your business to the next level, what I want you to do, I want you to go to our website, nehemiahecommunity.com, nehemiahecommunity.com. There you'll learn about training program, biblical entrepreneurship, how you can go through this program and that can help you to enhance your current business from a kingdom perspective. You can also learn about our coaching program, how you can hire one of our coaches who can come alongside you and help you to take your business to the next level. You can also learn about our access to cap and how we can connect with, with, with kingdom investors that can come alongside you and help you take your business to the next level using capital. And you can learn about how to become a member of our community. We have one of the fastest growing community in the world of Christian who are committed to building businesses for his glory. Become a member, join us, that together we can transform the world. By the way, we have some things coming up. We have some seminars coming up. Check it out on our website. Fill out any assessment so that we might know how to help you. Let me pray for you. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord enable you to steward those talents that are under your care. And to steward them in such a way because you have a supernatural help. One day, you will hear those wonderful words. Well done. Good and faithful servant. See, you've been faithful over little things. Guess what? He'll now make you ruler over much. God bless you. Thank you so much. Oh, 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 oh,